okay, what do we do? Hi, we say hi, I everyone. I feel like this is the first time we've ever we've done, done this. this. I haven't, I've never done this before. <laughs> That's what they all um, say. Yeah, Each but year. no, this is episode 25. This is episode 25. Hi, everyone. Hey, uh, my name is Travis. I'm John. And this is a podcast we like to call Mean Girls Interrupted. Interrupted. Uh, it's a movie. Did you see how I tried to in- interrupt you right there? Oh, yeah, you did. It, it worked. Uh, yeah, just go on. Oh, yes. It's okay. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh, can I just oh, tell yeah, you yeah, one yeah. thing really quick? Sure, 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 sure. Yes, yes. Uh, I'm interrupting you. Know. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyway, it's a movie review podcast. Yes. And take it away, Travis. That's pretty much all I have. Okay. No, yes. Oh, did I interrupt you again? Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, okay. What were you saying? Uh, oh, welcome to episode 25. Uh, yeah, it's episode 25. And before you finish, uh, before Travis, you finish, let me, let me finish. <laughs> before you finish, let me finish. Okay, I'm done with no, that. No, no, no. It's thing. good. No, it's good. I'm done with the joke. I'm done with the joke. I liked it, but I do want to say this up front. Everyone, yes. please, if you can and you, and you want to, follow or subscribe, whatever, whatever your, um, Uh, You can get, you know, follow, subscribe, rate, review. It really helps us. We need the downloads, just, you know, the algorithm. But yeah, that's payment for us offering you this free content. Yes. So um, not to guilt trip you, but also uh, go into our brand new website, www.meangirlsinterrupted.com, where you can uh, see what we're all about and like listen. You can even listen on there, whatever you want. Yep. And uh, and also there's a way there to contact us and it has all that information. You can contact us directly through the form or send us a direct email and let us know what you want us to listen to in the future or just say hello and uh, and get to know us a little bit. I mean, you'd be talking directly to us because we're not that famous. We actually would really write you back. So if you wanted to talk to us, it'll be fun for us. It will be. And we might have fun banter. You can email us. You can call us names. Oh, if you want us we to actually like, like um, that when people call us names. Yeah, it's kind of our thing. It's really hot for us. Yeah, so you'd be doing us a favor. You would. Um, <laughs> so also, if you want us to read anything on the air and like, uh, we'll do that too. If, as long as it's like, you know, n- not weird. Yeah, don't see. Listen, <laughs> there are certain levels of weird that we will accept. But if we do think we have to contact the police, don't if it's think like we a won't. dangerous version of weird. Yeah. Then no. then we are going but, um, to um, we're going to call the cops. Yeah. Just some, some, keep it fun and light and we'll read it on the air and uh, we'll credit you and at you and all that. Also, stuff. if you're new here, this is a gay podcast. This is gay friendly. Oh, we're- Oh, we're gay. We are two queers here, but we are, but we are your friend. We don't know anything about football, but we could pretend if you're straight and listening to this. It's like, yeah, we can like, we can code switch on the fly. Also, if you're straight and listening, we're pretty good. We are. Oh yes. Code switching. It's perfect. Um, but if you are straight and listening to this, um, uh, and you think that gay people constantly want you. Uh, you should probably look We're deep inside yourself and uh, figure <laughs> yeah. out why you think that is because we don't. Yeah, that's sort of like pretty uh, arrogant of you, but also a very popular trend amongst straight cis white people also yeah 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 yeah. Uh, you might look good, but we're not after you. You can go have a good time with Brittany or Claire or whoever you're dating. Yeah. We don't but listen to us, yeah. you know. Yeah, go to your uh, uh, gender reveal parties and, and your countless summer weddings. Honestly, stop. Have you noticed that? There are so many summer weddings. There are so no, It's just hot. like so many. Not, not only that, but it's so many people going. So many straight couples go to weddings. John. It's so weird. It's, okay. Listen, we love. We're not here to do that. No, way, we love but, that you guys are celebrating your love. But listen. The summer is not it. You better pick yeah. fall or spring. You pick an autumn wedding, great. You pick a spring I wedding. I don't want to be sweating through my white shirt. Also, bugs on the dance floor. Bugs. Skeeters. And unless you plan on paying for my plane ticket, this better not oh, be some getaway it, wedding. It's gotta be local. It's gotta be local. I ain't going. Ugh, I know. It's so weird. I know a couple people like who couples are like always flying to go to a wedding. I'm like, that is insane. Weddings are not it, John. I was just no. at one. 
I love my friend very much and I'm grateful that she invited me. And you only had to drive. Yeah. But let me tell you, uh, we had booked a night in the area. We didn't even stay. We went to we went to the little Mm -hmm. cabin. We unlocked the door. I took a shower. When we were done, we gathered our things and oh, you just used it to wash the wedding away from you pretty much. (laughs) And that was it. And then we left. So we didn't even stay the night. That's how much. That's how much weddings like get to me. I just got to go. Yeah. The only one that I really enjoyed was a lesbian wedding, but for obvious reasons. Oh, because like because of um, all of the like the Home Depot truck. Exactly. Yeah. And also, yeah, they're giving away hammers. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But it was like it was like in a really nice like uh, art gallery in downtown Phoenix. And like the venue was just different, you know. And so uh, and there was and it was just so much more casual. Yeah, it was. It was like hanging out with the friend group, but with just a lot more people I didn't know. And we were like, everybody was like dressed really good because everybody, most everybody there was like gay or lesbian or somewhere in between. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and so like, obviously the fashion of it all is going to be slightly more elevated than a straight wedding. I'll go to a gay (laughs) wedding. Mm -hmm. I won't stay, but I will go. Yeah, like I'll just show up, drop my gift off and bounce. Fun fact about this one. Uh, some So like there was like uh, so somebody th- there was like this conference room area where all like the gifts and all of people's wallets and stuff and jackets were like placed. Oh, somebody walked in off the street and stole a bunch of shit. John, I was just going to say I would absolutely have taken wallets. If, yeah, I, if somebody I was a street that. person, I wouldn't do it today. But if I was a street person and I absolutely needed yeah. your cash, yeah, you somebody totally it. robbed it. That's messed somebody up. Somebody totally actually. robbed it. But the, they did not. They ended up my gift, which I thought was really cute. Oh, uh, totally didn't get stolen. Thank God. But um, it was like this Jonathan Adler um, uh, butter uh, dish or whatever. You know, like the the ones like you take the little yeah. lid off and there's butter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but. So it was like a ceramic one, but the 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 lid that comes off, it was uh, it was in the shape of a wiener dog. Uh, that's really cute, actually. Did they yeah, have wiener dogs? Was, uh, no, but they do have like uh, um, they do have like little dogs and cats. So they were they were interested in it. And I, I feel like they might use it still to this day. They probably do. Yeah. Well, good on but them. Anyway, I guess we should get into the movie, weddings. right? Right, um, because it's a, a really interesting movie that we're going to re- be reviewing today. It is a horror. It's Hulu. Is and, it Hulu uh, original, or was this on Amazon? Amazon. Amazon. John, I can't keep these. I cannot keep these streaming you know, services separate. Me neither. Me neither. It's crazy what they're doing. Um, but it's called My Best Friend's Exorcism, and it is a comedy horror a thriller. John, I didn't know we were going to be watching a comedy one. And so when I saw that, I was like, OK, that's kind of refreshing. Yeah. And it's um, a coming of age comedy horror as well. Just FYI. Yeah, for those of it's, you out it's there. a little YA. However, it's a definitely it's an rated film. <laughs> it's, it's, it's young adult, but also it's young yeah. adult X adult. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is sort of a trend now, which I, I appreciate Me because as well. I can't. I can't stand all of the YA content that sort of like PGs it out. No, because in my teenage experience, um, there were drugs, there was sexual intercourse, there was very adult things going down in high school. What's weird to me. It's true. I'm like, even the thing is, is like people like teenagers. We have no teenagers are rotten. Yeah, they curse like sailors because they feel like they're away from their parents. So it all comes out. I learned everything as a teenager. They are partying down by the river, doing blowies and getting naked and stuff. It's crazy. They're having sex in the canal behind school and then everyone starts calling you crawdads. I remember that. I remember that. That poor girl. That's very in brand with this (laughs) actually is actually something like that happening. Honestly, though, why Um, would you listen all good for her and her boyfriend, but for real, why a canal? Do you know the sand? But also, why wasn't there a nickname for the guy? Right, and she was the one who got mm-hmm. ended up being called Crawdads, and it stuck. And I still remember to this day. Yeah. So, 
Damn. But we don't know. We don't have a word for that guy because uh, there is a, a a gender disparity. There is, and you're correct. Play. You are correct. Um, he was probably thought of as like super cool and stuff. Honestly, right? Everyone high fived him. I bet. I think he was a. I think he was kind of a tool, though. I can't remember his name, but I, I mean, remember obviously. <laughs> He's probably the one that started that crawdads thing. Honestly, he probably did. That's messed up. Um, he probably came out eventually too, um, which is sad for her. Mm. Um, but anyway, yeah. back to my best friend's exorcism, which it has a runtime of 97 minutes, is rated R, and it's directed by Damon Thomas. And who knows who that I is? I don't have Let's any see. clue who that is. I think I told you that. Oh, director director of Killing Eve. Oh, which is the uh, stuff. So and which also, is stuff. yep, which is which are things. <laughs> So not a whole lot of stuff, but I mean, good for you. I mean, that television money. Ugh, I wish. Right, dude. Television, television will throw some cash your way. I know, and if you make something bad on television, you can only fail upwards. Right, because you can you know move on I mean? to the next project and hope that it yeah. becomes better. Like it doesn't follow you, no. like it does with movies, See, which is amazing. TV's very forgiving. I know, right? Because there's just like so much of it. You just move on to the next right, thing. People, and there's so many there's so many other people involved that there's not one person held to account no. if it's like awful and terrible. No. But <laughs> um but this uh obviously we don't have budget facts because it was straight to prime video. Um and it's through Endeavor Content, which is which was rife with scandal. Oh. Yeah, we'll get into the scandal into later. It. I actually, you can um, tell me later because I'm kind of interested to know what you know about this. Yeah, something to do with like the Writers Guild and stuff. Oh. So, yeah, Endeavor is an agency and like them and C and like all the big uh, agencies, they started doing their own production companies and like to cut out to ice out the studios. Oh. So that's interesting. Hmm. Huh. Um, uh, but that blew up in their face. But anywho, is it? Uh, uh, so this is starring. Um, who's a what's it? A bunch of people. Elsie. I don't know. I knew Elsie Fisher, and that's the only one I recognized. Really, um, she's from. Did you ever see Eighth Grade a few years ago? She's like a young actress. I remember the movie. I did not watch she, it. Um, I did not watch it either, but I remember there was buzz around Elsie Fisher because she was sort of like this discovered new young talent. Like she's like a really good actress. And I think it like she's only 19 years old in this movie. Well, I think all of these actresses played um, teenagers, which finally because they are in high school. Yeah, so these are like high school aged people playing high school aged people, which almost which never happens. Wild, <laughs> wild. True. Uh, they're like eighteen years old, so they can work full days. <laughs> Honestly, so. that's probably it. That is on. That is probably why they cast up. Like age yeah, wise, if you're seventeen or younger. You have you can only work six hours or something like that. Damn. And that slows yes. production, which costs way more money. So they're like, uh -huh. uh, we're gonna. And hire. also, you have to have. You have to also hire the tutors. You have yep. to allot some time in that six hours for study time. Yep, for schooling. I get it. So. Yeah. Monty's hunt Monty. <laughs> um, so anyway, so this movie is about um, uh, Abby Rivers, Elsie Fisher. Uh, so Abby and her best friend Gretchen. Wait, I kind of like that name, Abby Rivers. Yeah, Abby Rivers Welcome and to Gretchen Lang. Abby Rivers. I'm here Ab for it. Sh oh, Shabby Rivers. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shabby yeah, there Rivers. There we are. <laughs> so, we just one upped the Abby Rivers. Uh, <laughs> sorry. And, uh, so and this Gretchen movie, Wiener, sorry. Oh, yeah, Gretchen Wieners should have had a cameo. But and, um, anyway, so uh, this is about um, Abby and Gretchen and their best friendship. And they are in the 80s, I believe. Yeah, yeah. they're in the 1980s. Yep. And so it's very that like Amazon spared no expense on the music licensing in this movie. Uh, no, they did not. It is abundant and is all the hits of the 80s of that zeitgeist era. You got you got I guess we I, I think we're alone oh, now. Yeah. Um, which I think plays in the trailer as well. And then other various things. It's kind of a, a good soundtrack, too. Yeah, I know. They paid a lot for that, I feel. But also you have. I think um, with Amazon Music, malls. though, they already have some sort of rights to it. So it definitely helps. Correct. 
and that's like the vibe I get with like there was another one that was like sort of uh, that was which was which we reviewed. Which movie was that? It was also an Amazon Prime thing. I can't even remember. I can't remember. We've done too many movies right now. But I mean, <laughs> it was another Amazon Prime movie that also had like the jukebox musical playing in the soundtrack. Yes. And like we also noticed it. So I think it is a tie in like genius marketing tie in with Amazon music. It is. Yeah, like you can tell. Um, uh, so anyway, uh, this uh, movie centers around their best friendship and uh, but mostly Abby Rivers. She is our protagonist and her she's sort of like the spotty uh, faced sort of almost a loser, but is saved uh, in that high school status by her best friend Gretchen Ling, who is like the, the popular girl she's very pretty and beautiful she's like blonde haired blue eyed um and uh yeah so they are they have this little girlfriend group and they decide that they want to get away at this at one of the girls lake house without without any parents and stuff like that and um so we we get to that lake house and then we get sort of like this weird vibe from Abby that she's like very closed off and insecure. But Gretchen is very much like I'm going to invite my boyfriend and his friends over and we're going to get into some trouble and we're going to drop some acid. So. Acid dropping teenagers ensues. Oh, yes. And yeah. they also decide to play a Ouija board. But before you forget, they're all sitting on the dock smoking cigarettes, which I was like, OK, cool work. And um, they're looking across the lake and they see this little house. And this is how the story kind of plays out where the exorcism comes in. They're like in that house across the way, a homegirl, she was sacrificed to the devil. And then one of the friends in the group, uh, she was like, isn't that just a rumor? And they're like, we don't know. And then they do like the yeah. shrug your shoulders emoji. They actually turn into the emojis. It's so weird. Yeah. And then they're just like, Meow. and so they're like, cool, cool, cool. So then they go inside and that's <clears> when they <throat> play the Ouija board. And guess what? There's something yeah. there. Um, yes. But does the Ouija board have anything to do with it? It does because they're like, what do you want? Like, if you're here, what do you want? And that's when the boyfriend jumps out of the closet and scares them. And the, and right. the little, um, what are those things called? The, uh, who cares? It, yeah. it moves across the board by itself. No one's paying attention and it spells out mine. So mine uh, becomes right. a theme in this because it's trying to take what it thinks is his. Right. So it does um, play. It just plays the point in like, OK, here's where the scares are going to start happening. Yeah. I don't know how that was lost on me, but I don't rem remember any. Yeah. <laughs> so then they, they take their acid and then Abby and Gretchen are like, let's go on a walk. So they which is never a good idea honestly, if you're doing acid for the first time in your life at nighttime go into spooky woods. Yes, I'm sorry. Stay out of the woods. See, the thing is, yeah. is the girls over at my favorite murder. They know they said Stay out of the woods. Stay out of the forest, the woods. Okay? Yeah, nothing good ever happens at nighttime in a dense forest no. setting. Uh, All by yourself, no parents. Also, don't go to abandoned houses in the woods. There's a reason it's abandoned. Yeah, some bad shit probably went down in there. It's probably not up to code either, so you no. could probably fall to your death. Honestly, you want to try and fall through those floorboards? Girl, you're going to yeah. get tetanus. There is a reason why that house didn't make it. No. No, so they do walk to that house and John take it away. Uh, yeah, so inside this ooky spooky house. Also, they did get some like not good acid. It's revealed because it's like whatever. It's teenagers. They bought some stupid acid that didn't work. Um, so they are literally they were eating stamps pretty much. Basically, <laughs> yeah. And so it's that whole thing. But it gives you enough. It gives them enough deniability to like you know, not believe what they're seeing. Right. And that's the that's the reason of the acid in this whole thing. Right. Um, it, it was fake acid, but it's also like they think that they were just tripping out based off of what they seen tonight, uh, which is they go around this house, they go around the spooky house and they stumble across this room where in the corner is like this weird demonic growth thing. Yes. And they're like, oh, my God, what is that? They're, we're tripping balls. And then um, it blinks at them. It's some yeah, weird it, eyeball. Eye, 
an eyeball opens up and blinks at them and they freak out and they both run and then weird supernatural stuff starts to happen. Abby and Gretchen get separated and Mm -hmm. Gretchen gets stuck in the house. She can't find her way out. And Abby takes off into the forest, hearing voices and all this stuff. And while this happens, Gretchen is overcome. She gets, she falls on the ground. Something drags her away. And then at this point, we all know she's been possessed. It's, you know, she's been possessed at this point. Right. Because, uh, Abby, she's, she's convoluted and lost in the woods. And she's like, Oh my God, I thought you were right behind me because she did the supernatural element of this thing. The force, uh, convinced was like, she could hear Gretchen's voice behind her, but it was the supernatural thing tricking. Yes, it was. Or the acid. We don't know both. Well, the acid was fake. Yeah, it was. It, <laughs> so, like, like we said, it was. It was, it was stamps. It was postal service yeah. stamp. Right. But it's all in a, in a way to, for the characters to be like not trusting what they saw. Exactly. Because they thought they were tripping. Yeah. But um, so uh, she stumbles across her other two friends who are like just walking around. Apparently, she's like, we got to go uh, find Gretchen. We got to go back for Gretchen. So they go back to the house and they find Gretchen and she looks a little run down. She looks perturbed. She's a little angry too. She said, why did you leave me? And Abby's like, well, I thought, I thought you were right behind me. She's, and she's yeah, like, yeah. well, I was. She's like, girl, I, I distinctly remember you giving me a flat tire as we were running. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. but that didn't happen. Yeah. Um, and so we hop to high school. Yeah. We're, we're at high school. We're at high school and we're at, we are in, um, some scene where some things are happening. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, uh, it's so what happens from here is Abby uh, notices that Gretchen is acting very strange. She's also Gretchen, looking weird too. Her face is starting to kind of crumble. Yeah. And nobody's really paying attention to it, but Abby, which is weird. No, um, she goes from popular girl to like literal faces of meth. Do you guys remember those yeah. billboards? Because she yes. looks like she'd been smoking meth. Yeah, the teeth are weird. The hair is kind of the, the same. Lips are but all the face bubbly. is gray. She's got cracked herpalacious. <laughs> yes, her, yes, yes, yes. I think is the technical term. Um, and uh, Abby's like, something happened in that house while I wasn't there. And she comes to the conclusion that. Well, she doesn't come to, she does come to the conclusion, but with the help of Gretchen. So after school, right, Gretchen is trying to explain what's going, what had happened. What had happened was Gretchen should have just said, there's a demon inside of me, but she didn't. What she did was she kind of, um, what do you want to say? Kept it vague. She was very vague and it made it sound like Gretchen was raped. And so that's how, that's how Abby goes into motion with this. She goes to the parents, she goes to the school principal and she's like, look, Gretchen was raped that night and she like accuses her boyfriend of doing so. And she was like, but she's just like not going to come forward and tell you. So I'm trying to help her out, which totally blows up in Abby's face, which is crazy. And um, because that's when it starts uh, to turn into Jennifer's body. Yes. Thank you for pointing that out. It starts to turn into Jennifer's body. And it also had a Mean Girls uh, reference in there, too. Uh, yeah, for sure. I would say that, too. And this is where for me, I was like, oh, so we are actually just doing Jennifer's body today. Yes, it really did kind of turn into Jennifer's body. And then I started body. to question. I started to question that choice because I'm like, Jennifer's body is currently in a resurgence phase of its uh, popularity. John, it almost has five stars now. And when we yeah. saw it in theaters, it had been right. panned. And we've had this conversation before. I, and listen, I if you, stand guys, by if you it. are longtime listeners, uh, you know how Travis and I feel about Jennifer's body and its influence on um, uh, pop culture. Like, listen, it yeah. shouldn't have been panned, but that's fine because I'm glad it's getting its moment now. Right. But this movie has moments that are direct references. Yes. To Jennifer's body, and there's no two ways around there it. Isn't, John, they they honestly they opened up the <clears throat> stage door. They said, "Here's the Jennifer's body set. Let's continue yeah. rolling." Which, how do you feel about that? Like referencing movies? Like, how do you like? Is it is there? I like. Do you feel like this paid? Oh, yeah, true. But I, do you feel I, like this movie in particular paid homage, or 
sort of uh, carbon copied. I want to say that it started a carbon copy, but it did just enough that it paid an homage to it. I mean, it did get like very Jennifer's body for a minute. There were shots that were exactly like Jennifer's body. The throw up. So, um, um, yes, the throw up. Yes, but that, it was that different. It wasn't reference. that weird trickle. But that also I was, gave whenever me she threw up. Yes, yes, but also Jennifer's body. Because <laughs> Jennifer's whenever body. she, whenever she threw up, I was like, "What are we going to get? Like spiny little trickles of things See, I here?" Thought that too, like that tar <laughs> muck stuff. Yeah, I was like, I was almost like rolling my eyes at the reference because the framing is exactly the same. Also, so anyway, so um, Gretchen Lang, she so this whole rape thing kind of blows up and causes a giant rift and sort of a friend breakup between Gretchen and Abby and the friend group Gretchen, in general. Yeah, because they're all like, you're crazy. And because Gretchen is now. She, the demon has fully taken over her and now she's beautiful again. Yeah, because she so, was meth head. She was full night of the living crackhead. And then she comes yeah. back just like in Jennifer's body. Yep. Because they are in science class, just like in Jennifer's body. Uh-huh. And uh, and and like Abby's like, oh, my gosh, like, well, just she looks so she's something's really, really wrong. And then Ab, Gretchen struts into science class late. In the exact same framing and everything as Jennifer's body with with Megan Fox. And so and she sits down and they're doing fetal pig day, which is obviously a giant day. I don't know if modern uh, science high school classes still do fetal pigs. We did fetal pigs. Yeah. So like it's very much of that. And so and these are very large fetal oh, pigs. No, by we the way. did frogs. We didn't do pigs. I did fetal pig. You did a pig? I did a pig and a frog. I must not have been there for the pig, but I do remember the frog. Yeah, that's okay. Okay, let's let's carry on. So Um, science class, fetal pig day. Fetal pig day, which if you know, you know. (laughs) Uh, And so uh, the supernatural starts to come through and we see that Gretchen is actually like this murderous, diabolical demon uh, bench. Oh, she's a total bench. Yeah, she's a huge bench. And uh, and she uh, causes like the fetal pig to come back to life. Abby's fetal pig to like startle her. And then Abby knows that something supernatural is at play. And everyone in class laughs at her, too. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God, you're like so weird because you have like uh, acne and stuff. <laughs> um, and so, yeah. So Abby goes on the journey to solve the mystery of Gretchen of like why and when. So like Gretchen. Oh, it's like as soon as she's like doing these diabolical things, she always like looks over at Abby and like gives her an evil smile. Yeah, she so smirks like, at her. She's like, I know, you know. But you can't know I know until you know. I and know. you can't do anything about it. So, yeah, if you know that I know, then I know that, you know, and no one else is going to know because you know what? You know. <laughs> and then uh, it's that kind of a vibe. It kind of is. So, <laughs> but, uh, but. So Gretchen goes, we can't forget, Gretchen goes on like a little, uh, she's going to ruin all of her friends, all of her friends. She group. wants to, she wants to kill and ruin all of her friend group. So the first one that she goes after is the one where she's like, oh yeah, I'm drinking this shake. And her friend's like, ew, a shake. And she's like, yeah, my yeah. mom gets them from yada, yada, some country mean girls right here because her friend right. is like, I want to lose some weight. She's like, OK, here you go. You can drink this. I have way more at home. Right. And it's a trick. It is a trick. But it's not that she isn't going to lose weight. It's that she's trying to actually kill her. Kill her with like these demonic tapeworms it's revealed to be. It's like. Yeah, so she's like basically on her deathbed and she literally can't eat anything. And Abby goes to try to help her and um, uh, and she can't stand the smell of food. There's some supernatural quality to whatever she was giving her. And then this like crazy long fucking demonic tapeworm comes out of her mouth and then reveal there's like 11 of them inside of her and they're like she's in surgery and not looking too good well the thing is yeah they keep removing tapeworms from her but it was so weird because when the tapeworm came out of her mouth i immediately got alien 
Yeah, I got Alien as well. I was well, like, that's kind of fun. cool. I do like that little reference. I was like, that looks just like but Alien. You know what I think is also really weird about this movie is that they kind of explain away things that don't real like the logic doesn't make any sense. And they're just like, you have to accept it as an audience. They, they really <laughs> are like, you know what? You're going to have to. Because Abby's like, Abby's like telling Glee, who's also been targeted based off of like she was fed peanuts. And then yeah, Gretchen. Abby, uh, Gretchen took away her EpiPen and she was going to like die. But um, <clears throat> luckily she doesn't. And also uh, she Abby does the lesbian thing. She was like, yeah, she places oh, right. that note in there to try and like make fun yeah, of her for also being like, gay. Uh, which was, I don't, I don't know about that. I know that this is written by uh, gay people and like produced d- by gay people. I didn't mind it. I actually liked, I didn't mind it for real. When I was watching, it, I was like, this is par for the eighties. This is kind of how it would have been. True, and high school is very homophobic. And I'm okay with that because it does actually sit. It actually, it makes sense, especially for the context of the time. And I'm okay with it for me personally. Yeah, maybe it was just a little too close to home, but yeah. And it does, it triggers, which is the problem. But also it's like this movie isn't serious enough to, or, you know, it's not highbrow enough to like warrant that kind of serious theme. You know what I mean? I don't know. I think I disagree, but only because like only because when you get children, like a demonic girl trying to murder her friends, I think in that situation, it would kind of like make sense. Like we're going to, we're going to, we're going to make fun of you for the things that really wouldn't matter outside of a demon being high school. Yeah. Yeah. So for that, I'm like, very true. Yeah, it's not highbrow at all, but it also just in the context of it, I guess it makes sense. Yeah. Um, but I, I would say like, yeah, they, uh, so, oh, what was I saying? Yeah. So yeah. So Glee, like who is the, the girlfriend who like, uh, almost dies from peanuts. Like she, she's like, oh my gosh, tapeworms. And they're like, yeah, it's just tapeworms. I'm like, that shit was not just a tapeworm. No. That was a demonic ass tapeworm. Right. That was a monster. Right. And the dog ran off with it, which I'm not going to lie. I, I kind of laughed when that happened. Yeah. Right. Because it's supposed to be <laughs> yeah, funny. Yeah, I laughed when the I'm dog like, took it away. I'm like, so the rational adults are like taking, the, are, do, are like seeing these like things and accepting them as tapeworms. I don't think so. Right. Because then you have the parents <laughs> who are like, you're not going to besmirch my daughter's virginity. How dare you? Yeah, it's like so it's just like it's a lot. It's kind of a lot. But it's a anyway. So Abby is uh, she's like, okay, so something's going on with my friend. So she has the idea that she might be demonically possessed. Yes. I actually don't know how she came to that conclusion. Just FYI. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> she but she does go to the mall where this uh, crew of like this Christian, uh, like um, what are bodybuilders like, like body? Yeah, it's like a it's one of those 80s like bodybuilder like show KC like they're in muscle shirts and like aerobics was like a huge thing. Like fitness was a big thing in the 80s, like fitness videos and whatnot. So like they're like peddling their wares at the local mall. Uh, doing like a showcase and that they incorporate Christianity into like their workout routine, bodybuilding, body <laughs> yeah. uh, lifestyle thing. And so, uh, one of them has the ability to see or like be aware of like demons inside of people and stuff. And he's like, has this special ability, but he's also like the biggest douche weirdo dumbass that you would ever. Also, see. I couldn't, I could not place his face. And I remembered finally but that he yeah. was in, um, uh, something young woman. Um, What's that movie? It won an Oscar. Oh, Promising Young Woman. Promising Young Woman. He was the douchebag at the end. The one that kills her. He was? Yes. That was the same guy. And I had. No. Was uh, it not? John, I can't place him. I could have swore it was Promising Young Woman. Wait, hold on. We have to get to the bottom of this. I'm so sorry. With one. No, we have to know. Because who was he? Was he in a Disney movie? Was it where did he come from? Because I he is he is in Promising Young Woman. He, OK. All right. I was like, is that the same guy with his nasty with his dusty mullet? Um, oh, yeah, no, it's totally him. And you're absolutely correct. OK. All right. I knew I was like, I know him from somewhere. 
Yeah. Which promising young woman. Fine. You guys can watch it if you want. I have my own opinions on that movie. Yeah. His name's Christopher Lowell. And um, yeah, I feel like he's been around for a while. Has. And like he is that face that you can easily place. But you're, not, you're always like, wait, where, where from, from though? Yeah, because he's, he's been in things all the way from like the help in 2011 to like up in the air in 2009. I'm going to be honest. He's been around for I a while. I don't remember him in either of those. Right. Yeah. And he was like in Glow, iZombie. He was in uh, Glow? Yeah. What? He was in Veronica Mars. Um, this yeah. dude's a working a, actor who's just like. Yeah, he's just a working actor. You know, he's just a workhorse. He's just a working um, actor, everyone. <laughs> But he is booked and busy. Good for him. Like, honestly, good for him. Yeah. He's looking young, man. Um, so, so anyway. Uh, anyway, so he plays the exorcist role in this My Best Friend's Exorcism, and he has unconventional ways, questionable ways yeah. of, uh, of dealing with this. So he and um, Abby, they, uh, he gets Abby to drug Gretchen, and they kidnap her and take her back to that lake house, back to the beginning. Yep. And they tie her to the bed where they proceed to do an exorcism on her. And it sometimes that sometimes is going well. And then at other times, it's definitely not going well for them. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, that's OK. I heard it <laughs> rattling. You had a demon in my throat. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah. So where does it where does it go from here? So it it like, goes to they have a whole thing. It goes to him being like, cool, cool, cool. We've initiated contact. I have to run downstairs and I need to protein. I need to do a protein. He needs to protein. So he goes and has a protein shake and then shit gets real. So yeah. they go upstairs. Full exorcism. They go upstairs. He's throwing salt at her. Her face is like burning up from the salt. Um, he throws some holy water at her. I'm not even sure where he got the holy water. Um, yeah, I guess he like blessed it or something like that. Yeah, it was like, I don't know. It was yeah. something interesting. But yeah, and then they, they like do the whole thing from The Exorcist where they're like, tell me your name. And then they get the name of the demon and then they uh, I think have power over the demon. I think the demon's name was like, like Adam or something like. Yeah, it was like it was like uh, Adam. Le- it was Adam a, Levine. It was a drag name. It was Adam Levine. Yeah. <laughs> Adam Levine. It was Adam Levine. <laughs> uh, and it was like it was Shabby Rivers. It was Shabby Rivers. <laughs> it was pork and, chop. Uh, <laughs> It was Porkchop and Abbey Rivers. There was more than one drag queen possessing this, this young was, high school girl. There were so many. Yeah, there was, a, there was Peaches Christ, obviously. Yes, of course. And then there was all, the whole cast of Dragula. Yes. All, uh, seasons one through whatever they are in now. Yes, every single one of them. Uh, yeah, the Boulay brothers both had a cameo in the, reve- the revelation of what demon this was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Acid Betty. Acid uh, Betty was there. <laughs> no, Acid Betty was under the bed, though. Yeah, right, right, She wasn't right. part and of the crystal team. Method. Like she, she turns around at one point. She has crystal method mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Mean, like the, the lips of crystal method. Yes, definitely. And then, yeah. And then the final like big Satan one was uh, Katya. Yes, it was Katya. Katya. Katya did. out of drag. <laughs> with just a ball head and yes, gray skin. Yes, it was Katya. But there were <laughs> horns too. Did you yeah, notice there that were it had horns? horns? Once, yeah, at one point it has horns, and I didn't know how I felt about that. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is where we're going. Yeah, it's like this is where we're doing things that are what so we're doing cute demon. So she did have horns, um, which was interesting. And then how do we, as if we needed another visual to tell us that she's possessed? At what point did we get to, um, does she run? Does Abby run outside? How do they get back uh, to the cabin? That weird house. Well, um, this is where it really falls apart for me because um, uh, Gretchen Lang as the demon, she creates she becomes like this dead mother of the exorcist guy. And it frightens him enough for he just bounces. Oh, and he takes like, barely, off. barely says goodbye. And he's just like, OK, bye, see ya and like leaves. And that was a little jarring for me because I'm like, wait, what was your whole point in this movie? Um, and then it's just Abby Rivers all by herself to carry out this exorcism. And she tries her darndest. But Gretchen has uh, gone free from her restraints and is like 
gonna light everything on fire and totally kill her friend. Um, and then uh, somehow Gretchen just runs out the door. I know that Abby starts reading passages from the Bible real quick. And I think Adam Levine is like, <laughs> yeah. and then he sends some DMs on Instagram real quick to like a model. And so he does, he right. does that real quick. And that's when he runs out the door. Right. He's like, I got to go. And then somehow uh, Abby just knows where that demon person's going to go, which is that old house, which is spooky, ooky. And it is just like a common thing that in screenplays, you have to return to the place. So she returns to the place and she um, lays down on that uh, heroin mattress. Yeah, there's a hair. There's a flop house mattress <laughs> that they that she effectively does the rest of the exorcism somehow. And like the demon comes out of Gretchen Lang. Um, it was giving uh, dumpster Dobby. It was giving dumpster Dobby. It was not scary for it me. Was, and I thought it was a very dumb choice. John, I, it wasn't even funny looking. No. Like it was like they were wanting it to be like legitimately. No, I was thinking like, like baby, uh, baby. Uh, oh, there's a fly in here. Uh, there was, uh, not uh, the mama. Uh, yeah, that <laughs> yes. Baby dinosaur. Um, and it was just not scary. It wasn't scary. It looked like um, it looked like a sketch from a potential Harry Potter movie that was somebody threw in the trash and then someone found. And they were yes. like, that's the demon. And it was really, really small. It was like a baby imp. It was the tiniest thing. Yeah. And it was meant to be scary. It looked like but Mike from <sighs> Monsters, Inc. Yeah, that's what it looked like. It was. It was a it was an interesting choice out of all the choices that they could make. They were like, yeah, this one. Yeah, I don't I don't <laughs> actually have to see the demon. It looked like a booger. Right. No, you know, when you're picking yeah. a booger and you flick it on the wall. Yeah, that is what the demon looked like. Right. And apparently this demon is highly flammable because <laughs> it's it was very easily lit on fire. John, she took that grape Kool-Aid drink, whatever it was. What was it? Grape? Mm -hmm. It was it was a high alcohol proof alcohol. 150 proof. They made sure to say it. <clears throat> uh, yeah. And they uh, and so she drinks it, lights a match or whatever, and then blows fire as if she's done it a million times. Yeah. Onto this imp that like immediately becomes a blaze and just dies on the spot. Not even like flailing around. And so, um, uh, yeah, uh, it was very cool because like she could have really just like douse that thing and like thrown a match at it but no she did the cooler thing i honestly was like if you i mean look if you guys are gonna have an imp come out this actually seems appropriate this is this fits yeah. the bill i'm like you know what? good for you guys um so and then that's basically the end of the movie because uh, gretchen moves they, gretchen moves away yeah, gretchen does the thing and moves away and uh abby is just like I'll see you around. And then that's the end of the movie. Yep, that's the end of the movie. So the demon leaves. Gretchen and Abby are back to being friends. The friend group. Yeah. Everything happens and yeah. stuff. Yeah. I'm trying to catch this fly. Do you? Oh, do you have a plant gnat? Is it a gnat? Um, I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. A plant gnat. Anyway, um, so uh, that's the movie. I don't think that it was very good. I. Okay. Here is where I am conflicted because yeah. I agree with you on it not being very good. Um, is it watchable? Yes, I think it's. Yeah. And here's where I'm going to. This is where I think it's a cute movie. That's kind of it. At times. At times, I would say yes. But it did too much Jennifer's body. Um, um, yeah, like reference once or twice, but. There was even the scene and, in, in, you know, in Jennifer's body where they're at the pool and she's like, you killed my boyfriend. Yes. And like she runs that pool uh, stick, yes. uh, the, the, like whatever that that. Uh, yep. Whatever they call it. Uh -huh. A pool tool utensil. She runs it through Jennifer's body and like she ends up like bringing her in from it. So, yeah. So Abby stabs Gretchen. That's with, how like, she runs out of the house. Poker. That's how she gets yes. out of the house. I completely <clears throat> forgot why she left the house. They do the same thing where Abby's just like in a she stabs her uh, demonic best friend in the stomach in like the exact same place as Jennifer's body. She's basically with needy. a hot fire poker. She is needy. And the other one is Jennifer. There's even like a dialogue reference where it's like you needed me and blah, blah, blah. Where like Gretchen's like, 
like I whatever, like like you just didn't want to be alone or whatever. So whatever their relationship was, the whatever their dynamic was, it was quotably the same as Jennifer's body. I think this movie had potential. It had potential. Mm-hmm. Um, it started yeah. off pretty cool. I was OK with how it began. I was like, you know what? This is all right. This is an 80s. It's like a young adult thing. I'm fine with her becoming mm-hmm. possessed in the house. I think it started off well. And then I think it took a nosedive pretty quick because it didn't know what it was. <sighs> yeah. And like it kind of does get really muddy in the sense of like, like the goofy looking like childlike demon that comes out John, after that, it's supposed to be scary. That kind of like, ruined. Whenever it's a comedy horror, you have to go scary, scary at points. You can't just get cutesy. Yeah. Like it was a cute demon. That's the thing is where I'm like, I think it's a cute movie. Like, is it rated R? Yes. Should it be rated R? I don't know. I mean, uh, only because like they have adult language, I guess. Yeah, there's like adult themes. But like, is this a rated (laughs) R movie? John, it could have easily been PG-13. Oh, very much so. But like the trend is R rated YA. It wasn't like, I don't know. That's that's the current trend and uh, what we're doing. But also it's like, um, what was I going to say? I thought the acting it, was good. Yeah, these are great performers, but I just feel like it's the material, the directing choices. Uh, yeah, like this is like definitely some of the same producers who did like Happy Death Day. Um, which that kind of hybrid horror comedy stuff. Which I will say it's, Happy Death Day is a good movie. Yeah, it's like completely cool. Happy Death and Day like, is cool. Like I was shocked by how much I liked that movie. Yeah, because this is produced by Christopher Landon, who like directs uh, Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day to you. And like so this is in this is in the camp of that sort of uh horror like it not only is it horror comedy but it it directly references two different zeitgeisty things that aren't usually horror i guess but except this one is directly referencing another comedy horror which doesn't really work in this format yeah because jennifer's jennifer's body you can't do jennifer's body because that's already a horror comedy like jennifer's body will always just jennifer's body sits it stands alone as one of those movies that literally did not get what it deserved. Yeah, but also it kind of has a better payoff to be a cult classic. Right. Because yeah. now I can't believe it. I went I actually went and looked at Jennifer's body to see what the reviews are almost five stars out of five. Because yeah. people are I watched finally, that very recently, actually. And it, it stands I, for up. me, it still holds up. Like, I'm like, yeah, it holds up. It really does. The language, the way they speak, it's all very like, I don't know. Yeah. This movie's not and Jennifer's do, body. No. And Jennifer's body, like, I guess we have to compare it because it's directly referencing it. Um, so like Jennifer's body does a really masterful job in the writing. So that's Diablo Cody, right. if you don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you don't know, now you know. Yeah, Diablo Cody, like uh, she obviously has like a really good way with dialogue, but also a really good way of balancing um, the comedy and the horror of it and making it genre. Um, So like the the horrific beats of Jennifer's body are like truly horrific where you're actually scared. Yeah, there was no point in my best friend's exorcism where I was actually scared. John, There's no suspense in this movie at all. It shouldn't even be called a horror yeah, it's just like hitting all the all the horror bits and tropes, but there was never any like setup payoff, nope. setup payoff. But no suspense but at all. It's just yeah, and like also they could have really done without that whole uh, Gretchen uh, targeting her other friends. I that whole the sequence same. was, and that could have just been erased from the movie because it had nothing to do with John. It. it lasted no joke. The sequence of her like going after her friends was a total of 10 to 13 minutes. And then, yeah, it was basically the end of the movie. Right. Because they very much rushed through that exorcism sequence. So the the exorcism sequence only starts at the act three break, which you only have about maybe 15 more minutes yeah like the like, act three like didn't last minutes. very long <clears throat> right so they, it's very much that whole like this was resolved quite easily very anticlimactic if i yeah. if i must 
Yeah. And it would have been like a much cooler movie if they started the exorcism like at the midpoint. Yes. Like and just like have totally foregone um, that whole uh, Gretchen targeting the other friends. thing. Get the friends involved they so they all <clears throat> understand where Abby's coming yeah. from. She didn't get any Abby. Truly, there was no resolve for her. Her friends didn't get to see what she was saying. Nobody could yeah. look at her and be like, I'm so sorry. We had no clue. Get all the friends right. involved. Make the stakes higher. Yeah, but instead they're incapacitated because they almost died. Which is so, so annoying because she could have gone <laughs> after other people and the friends could have been like, oh, shit. Right, because the, the friend group rift was such like a big focus in the first part of the movie that like that would have been a better payoff to like have like abby like after maybe gretchen did some kind of fucked up things like exposes gretchen to be this possessed demonic thing and then they're on board and then they all have to band together to do an exorcism and it would have been cooler to like you could have totally had that muscle guy like not even be a character in this because he was literally there for like two minutes and then bounced here's what i think you could have had him in there and he could have died that should have been how he should have ended he could have died like immediately, which would have been funny. Yes. Because they like have all this build up and then like he immediately dies at Gretchen's hand. And then they have to figure the friends have to figure it out for themselves. John, and then you can get into crazy antics that way. Why don't they just email us? Email us at Mean Girls Interrupted uh, at gmail.com and we will rewrite this for you because we already have yes. a better idea of how it should Amazon's go. Amazon's got billions of dollars. Amazon. Listen, and so we can do we can do we'll we will rewrite your director's cut so you can like exonerate and redeem yourself because there needs there's no redeemable qualities. Uh, Yeah, but also like apparent like this is totally our opinion. It is and our, our opinions opinion. Don't re- opinions don't really matter, I guess. They, well, here, <laughs> look, our opinions don't matter. Like John and I already said, it takes a long but time. Also, yeah. Hard work. We get it. We're not it disparaging. It takes lots of development. It's it's blood, sweat, and tears to make any feature time, film on a Hollywood so level. So much time. Yeah. So we respect what the effort that went into my best friend's exorcism, like because even though it is sort of a throwaway comedy, lots of people worked really seriously on this and movie. The acting was good, and you could tell that they really tried. I don't know where the movie got lost, and that sucks because it had yeah. serious potential. Oh, for sure. Like the concept. I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. Yeah. My best friend's Um, exorcism. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Obviously, I'm thinking Jennifer's body, but it's fine. Yeah. Um, But that being said, like I did, I did. It wasn't it was like a fairly enjoyable watch. I didn't have I didn't want to stop watching it. Yeah, it wasn't like grueling to get through. No, I mean, and that's the thing. I'm glad it was only 97 minutes because it's an easy watch. And it ends, it doesn't end how I think it should have, but it ends in a way that I'm like, fine. Yeah. You're like, whatever, like, cool. No payoffs whatsoever. You built up a lot. You set up a lot and didn't pay. You gave us a booger monster. Um, so you gave us a little tiny, cute booger monster. Do you want to, that's neat. Okay. So, uh, huh. All right. So I guess are we getting into reviews? Let's do our review. Obviously, I think. Okay, okay. out of 10 dumpster dobbies, John, how many dumpster dobbies are you giving? I would this? give this uh, you know, I would probably give this a, like a four. Four uh dumpster dobbies, but I will individually give um uh Elsie Fisher an eight. Okay. Because I I really like Elsie Fisher Fisher as like a as a as like a viable star name. Yeah, she's like I think she's very cool. I actually think the entire <clears throat> ca- I love all of the girls in it. Yeah, and Amaya Miller I've never seen her at all. I really thought but, they all were. I think they truly all did such a great job that I'm. Yeah, gonna, they seem like very professional actors at such a young age. Yes, and like. Cool. They did a great job. Yeah. So I think I'm here with you on it. What was the last movie that we did? Oh, Scream 5, which was a five. Uh, yeah, Scream 5 was t- definitely a five. I think I'm going to give this movie. I'm going to. Oh. I'm going to give this a five. I'm sitting in the middle All right. only because just like Scream 5, it's watchable. Is it <clears throat> any good? It has yeah, its moments. My reasoning for a four, and I'm not bumping on your five yeah, no, at all, no, no. but 
The only reason why I'm giving it like a like one point down from a five is because at no point was I scared. True. It's not scary. And even though even though it's a horror comedy, I expect horror comedies to also be very scary at at least some points. Yes, I want the suspense. I, I do want. the. Yeah. Su- I will give it a f- see. I'm going to see year four, but I will give it a five. And I get why you're saying yeah. it. And I only do that five because. It, yeah, we got this. it can't be called it can't be called horror, but it also can't be called. It's not bad. It's fine. Yeah, it's it's just a comedy. It's just fine. Like, that's it. <laughs> yeah. But this is what um, uh, we, we go over to. We go to over to uh, www.rottentomatoes.com. Oh, yes. Slash my best friends. Exorcism. Wedding. And uh, so and uh, in this, we discover that the Tomatometer, which is the critics reviews like culmination score is 51 percent, oh. which is rotten, which is rotten. It is rotted. That is moldy. That is rotted. Uh, dumpster dobbies. Uh, and it also gets, which is interesting, a 39 percent audience culminative score, John, which so is you gave it a four. interesting. You gave it a four, which that is if you're rounding up and I gave it a five, yes. which is. So you're the you're the professional critic and I am the audience who are just not satisfied at all. We're bo- <laughs> John, I'm happy about this because I think we both kind of hit the nail on the head. We did because it's like, well, usually I feel I like don't look at these reviews. The, John and I don't look at reviews before. This is purely no. our own opinion. It's on the fly. So like also the audience score is typically higher than the tomatometer. You're right. And it is. So this is interesting. It's very interesting. And we're going to find out. Why. Yes, please. Uh, so anyway, we're going to scroll on down. So uh, in the in the critics um, review, one of them is David Ehrlich from IndieWire. And he's a top critic. And he says, Uh, Here are flashes of a much better movie throughout my best friend's exorcism, but the one we get just isn't self-possessed enough to hold on to them for long. Um, uh, Yeah, so I I would agree. Like there is hints at a better movie, but it just doesn't do it enough. No, the potential potential was wasted. Yeah. And another one says the film repeatedly undercuts whatever tension it is mustered. Sorry, I have a demon in my throat. Uh, that's okay. Yeah. It's just Adam Levine. So the, the film, yeah, just, I want Adam Levine in my throat. <laughs> that's gross. Let him, we're sponsored. We're going to be sponsored by Adam Levine. Amazon Prime oh. Video and Adam Levine. Yeah. Yes. Both at the same time. Sponsored by The Voice or what? <clears throat> yeah. By that interesting DM he sent. Yeah, weird. Uh, so the film repeatedly undercuts whatever tension is mustered with its frustrating tendency to crack goofy juvenile jokes. I don't really agree with that because you can have scary moments with comedy. You so can. fuck that. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so if look, everybody's got an opinion, yep. right? Uh, and so if we go down to the audience, the audience says, doop, 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 doop. Oh, ooh. oh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lost. One second. Oh, totally fine. Oh, there. Okay. There are no quotable audience reviews for my best friend's exorcism yet. It's all just professional people. Okay. okay. Well, that's a first. That means nobody. Seriously, people. They didn't care enough to do a written review. They're just like, no stars, no stars, no stars. Damn, dude. Yeah. Well, so I mean, that says it all. Right. Yeah, it really, really does. And I would wholeheartedly agree with this. But obviously, I think uh, if you just want something a little light and ooky spooky while it's Halloween, for sure. Yeah. If you want to watch something, it's one of those play. It's one of those play during the day on Halloween just for like whatever while you're getting ready for Halloween. John, you're absolutely correct. First, you could play this at night. It's not scary at all. So if you're a person who's afraid of movies. This mm. isn't one for you to be scared of. I'm not kidding. That demon was trash. Uh, adorable. It was seriously. It it wasn't good. Do you know those commercials where the people are like, "I have phlegm." Uh, what is it? Yeah. The Mucinex. Oh, monster? the Mucinex. It was a Mucinex monster. It was a yeah. Mucinex monster, and that's what I'm going with. Yeah, they like ran out of budget and they just plucked it from the Mucinex <laughs> well, commercial. Honestly, honestly, John, I wouldn't be shocked. <laughs> 
All right. So we're not going to waste any more time on my best friend's exorcism because we have another one, another episode to record for you guys. We do. And that's going to be Jordan Peele's Nope. So if you haven't listened to that already, hop, skip and a jump over to that episode right now. And don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, go to www.meangirlsinterrupted.com and you can find all the information of how to get to hold of us and other episodes there as well. Yep. Leave us a review. Don't forget. And uh, I guess with that, John, I'm going to see you at the movies. Uh, Roll the credits. Dobby. Dobby.